What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Dijakovic counters the spinning pixie dance with a spinning clothesline. Karrion Cross has the promo that makes TikTok turn to fallen prey. And Charlotte Flair rips out of the arena. Welcome to Raw and Order Snap Judgments for NXT Wednesday, May 7th. What's the day? Yeah, it's 6th. Wednesday, May 6th. It's the 7th when I'm recording this. Um, Wednesday, May 6th. Um, <coughs> pardon me, I don't have coronavirus. I do have a cough, though. Um, what a show. Uh, NXT never ceases to amaze me and its ability to just keep me enthralled and at the same time disappoint me at certain times. So I'm going to start off um, just at the very beginning. I want to say... Thank God Morrow's here two weeks in a row. Uh, Tom Phillips, you're not so bad when you have a good guy, uh, a good commentator with you. So uh, I'm not upset with you right now. Um, and uh, Byron Saxton, uh, there's a career for you somewhere, but probably not in announcing. Anyway, um, we start off almost immediately with the Gargano Dijakovic match. Um, that before I even start. Uh, Smarks and I had a real conversation about this pretty in depth. I don't see how this, and and they did okay with it, but initially I did not see how this could be a win, uh, winning match. I felt like this was a lose-lose. Uh, and here's why. You have Gargano with a new attitude, and you have Dijak just coming off of a loss in the uh, NXT North American title uh, championship picture. Those two things don't really work all that well to help build either of them, except for the fact, and I and I must have kind of forgot this, this was a heel Gargano. And so um, the entire match was minor counters by Gargano, major butt kickings by Dijakovic. Um, I will say, and this is what I opened with, uh, Dijakovic has a spinning clothesline that counters they they literally on commentary say what a counter by Dijakovic um Donovan Dijakovic countered what looked like a pixie dance from uh Gargano that that I just thought okay I I suppose he countered something there not really sure what it was but it was really cool pixie dance so good counter bud um, it was the only sloppy part to this match. This was absolute, um, just absolutely very, very well done. Uh, at one point, Candice LeRae comes out, um, Dijakovic made the effort to turn around, look and make sure Gargano was still down before he stood on the ropes to say, Candice, you know, get out of here, which I liked that he looked behind him. I know that a lot of people think, oh, well, he knew he was going to get dumped. That was that was the cell there, and I, I loved that cell. So good job on that. Uh, Gargano dumps him out of the ring. Of course, they have that the back and forth, back and forth. Um, at one point, because Gargano being heel, 
and you know such uh, um he tries to expose the turnbuckle he had stopped he still does eventually expose it um this comes into play later on um Lorraine does do a very very good job of playing possum or uh, being a distraction Dijakovic at one point plays possum and this was really cool so um Dijakovic acts like he tweaks his knee and um hits hits Gargano with a big boot that just floors him I I want to say it was the the 360 boot so um, I'm not sure if it was but I want to say it was anyway he says gotcha when he does it and I I loved it 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 was a really good spot it also plays into the very end when um, Gargano reverses a powerbomb attempt by uh, Dijakovic into a Hurricane Rana into the exposed turnbuckle metal now and so uh, right into this, right into the steel, as Mauro would say. Uh, fantastic job again, Mauro. It's so good to have you back, bud. Um, and uh, spikes his head into the steel, and then uh, hits the um, uh, over the top rope the DDT setup that he has um, for the one, two, three on it. So there was a, a cheap win um, that didn't really hurt Gargano and there was so much dominance from Dijakovic I was wrong about the lose-lose aspects to it I still don't think it's a wise match to set up I think that there were other there's other athletes that you can have set that up um, that would have been really really good like later on the show we'll see happened um, with Cameron Grimes uh, you know that was a, that was a really good setup later on so from there we go to a promo um, for the uh uh, Imperian, uh, Imperian does challenge the, I guess they're not called Broserates anymore. Um, Tim Thatcher and Matt Riddle, uh, they challenge them for, um, uh, for the tag titles. We'll find out later in the show whether or not they accept. Uh, then we get another promo this time. It's Io Shirai basically talking about how she's going to take down the queen. Um, uh, they promote this match throughout the night. They also promote the the Velveteen Dream and um, Adam Cole throughout the night. They were really pushing for continued viewership, which was a good thing. Uh, then we move on to Tozawa and Gallagher, just as I expected. Tozawa gets the win here. Um, it was actually pretty, pretty well done as a whole. I mean, um, Gallagher had a little bit of a um, offensive set, but. I, I think they're making Tozawa out to be the, the top dog in this. Um, if they do go with a fatal four-way, he'll lose next week to Phantasma. I don't think that that's what they, I think they're going to do a triple threat with Tozawa and, and two from the other side. Um, I'm still going to hold on to that. Um, they could have Tozawa Kushida, which would be a great match, but there's too much emotional build behind, um, behind uh, uh, Drake Maverick right now. So I almost called him Rockstar's butt again. Um, Tozawa does do uh, one with the senton. Um, that senton looks eerily like the coffin drop, only just a little more uh, arced back and everything. Um, I love it. I, I really am impressed with Tozawa. I have to agree with JLB. Um, they really could use him better, and this is a great place to use him. He just looked 
wonderful in that cruiserweight division and and he's likable he's just really likable you don't hear a whole lot of uh i respect the hell out of that man like i'm, I'm tired i hate saying it but i'm tired of, of crappy heels in the um cruiserweight division i'm really tired of everybody being nice uh that isn't just a really crappy heel um and so tozawa plays kind of the i i i'm gonna beat you um, and I don't have to tell you that I respect you or like you or, or want you to, to succeed or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm going to beat you. And I, I love that role. I, I feel that him and Kushida both have that role. Um, and it could be their lack of, of skills in English, but I think as a whole, it's more of, a um, them understanding that they don't have to be the Jake Atlas baby face. Like you can be a baby face without being a baby face. You can just be a face. I think they do a really, really good job with that. Um, so um, then we go into a promo for the Real Heroes Project. I don't usually spend time on a whole lot of commercial aspects to this. Um, this felt like a commercial, but this is a great project. Support this project. It's uh, supporting the medical professionals on the front line of the COVID-19 uh, stuff. I should probably take a break here real quick just to mention uh, Raw and Order Snap Judgments, Raw and Order WBU, and Raw and Order FBI are all a member of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Make sure you go check us out on the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, as well as all the other uh, podcasts on there, like Tatnus Uncensored, In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit, um, Carpool sh- Shenanigans. Just go check them out. The, the Tatnus, it's a tatnusco.com. Um, really happy to be a part of that network. So uh, check that out. Also, um, because I am taking a break right after the Real Heroes Project, I'm going to take a break real quick. Remember, we extended the contest. This is a big, big deal. We extended the contest. Of course, uh, Kevin from Rhode Island still did win his two shirts. Absolutely awesome that he got the win on those two shirts. Um, he ended up picking the Police Academy from us and one from... Uh, an indie wrestler in New Jersey. And I can't remember the guy's name. Um, that is, uh, the sleeper old squad, uh, really a cool shirt. Almost made me want to buy it. Um, I, I ended up buying the, uh, uh, periodic table of wrestling shirt instead though. Um, cause I loved it. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, very, very, uh, awesome for you guys that you have a chance to win this contest again. Remember, Share this podcast, like, share, subscribe, you know, the rules that that everybody says. I I don't want to get into the rules, but if you share this podcast and use the hashtag raw and order WBU, if you've already done that, you're still entered. Everybody who's already done it still entered. And on top of that, um, if you do it again, you're going to be entered again. If you at your favorite wrestler. And that could be WWE. That could be, um, an indie wrestler. We would prefer the indie wrestler that you're planning on, um, getting his shirt or her shirt, whatever shirt that is. Um, whatever indie wrestler, whatever wrestler, um, yeah, if, if it's Scarlet, if it's Killer Cross, if it's, uh, Drake Maverick, if it's Rockstar Spud, yes, there's two different guys there, um, theoretically in kayfabe. So whoever it is at that person and use the hashtag raw and order WBU, you get two entries for that one post. Pretty simple little plan there. Uh, we are going to, uh, 
uh, give you guys a really, really great shot to get those two shirts again. We're giving them away again, and that's all the way through AE Dubs uh, pay per view coming up. So um, make sure you get in on the contest again, and I'll hit that again at the end of the podcast because I think it's a really great opportunity I've spent um, on my own on myself uh, about a hundred bucks on shirts uh, recently, and then as a team, you know, we got to spend fifty bucks. Um, a little more than that, actually. Uh, for those two shirts the other day, we're ready to send the same thing to you. Um, new shirts for you. Um, congratulations, though, Kevin. Man, great selection on shirts. I got today in the mail arrived my not a cop shirt. So, moving forward, uh, <laughs> we've got Zaya Lee versus Chelsea Green with Robert Stone. I don't know how much I can say this. I love Zaya Lee, I love Chelsea Green. I was so torn in this match. Um, I was like, oh, who do I want to win this? Because Chelsea Green, I think, can be a really, really solid heel. Um, she's the, the attitude is dislikable, but the charisma is definitely there. Love Robert Stone. Uh, it's just really, really good. Um, Chelsea Green gets the... Uh, gets the win at the end of this, which is really surprising, but it's because of an Aaliyah distraction. This is the only part of this match I don't like. Mostly because I don't like Aaliyah. Um, Aaliyah is not on Zia Lee level, so I don't know why we continue to have this feud. This is not a feud that any uh, that I think any fans are excited about. Chelsea Green versus Zia Lee, we would absolutely be uh, excited about. Um, Chelsea Green does perform the I'm Prettier, which is a version of Christian Cage or Christian's Unprettier, um, or Kill Switch, depending on which show it's on. <laughs> um... It's uh, but she performs the I'm prettier, uh, gets the win after Aaliyah gets the distraction and takes a boot to the face from Zaya. God, I love Zaya Lee. Um, she is championship material left and right. I'd love for her to be the one who knocks off Charlotte because of her striking prowess. I just I, she's fantastic. Um, but Aaliyah gives the distraction, Chelsea Green gets the heels win, which works fine because that's great. Uh, Robert Stone then helps Aaliyah up, almost as though it's an invitation to join join his uh, his group, the Robert Stone group. So, um, pretty cool there. Uh, now we get uh, again a, a Velveteen Dream promo. Um, I already said this about the promos running all night long. Um, you're about to feel what that's like when I talk about the contest because. It's nonstop with this stuff. So Velveteen Dream gets a promo. Yeah, we know. You're going to fight later tonight with Adam Cole. Bebe. Adam Cole Bebe. I almost got that wrong. Um, so Mr. Bebe and Dream are going to fight later on the night. In case you didn't know and you weren't hyped for it. I don't know. Last week when you watched the show. Um, then we get Karrion Cross in Scarlet Bordeaux. Um, what an entrance. Unbelievable. TikTok, um, Fallen Prey, Scarlet acts like she's singing this or lip syncs the song as she walks in. Um, Carrying Cross, it, it's it's a dark entrance. It's uh, it's uh, Fiend without Bray Wyatt. Um, it's it's not the psychological thriller that is Bray Wyatt uh, in terms of the weird. Firefly Funhouse stuff, which I like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling that a bad thing. I love that this, though, is just 
sociopathic ass kicker um, coming out, and and that's exactly what happens. Um, we uh, oh, we we do get a uh, uh, great promo. Like I said, um, we we get the Doomsday Suplex uh, twice onto um, Leon. Ross, I think is what they said. I don't know. A squash mat. It's a squash. Uh, gets snapped over hardcore on that doomsday, um, that doomsday suplex, uh, which is great. Um, and then he closes out with the with the cross jacket, um, taps him out. Just beautiful, beautiful. And then he, it's fallen prey um, in the music again. And so. This is just cool. I cannot emphasize to you how great this entrance was, how much over-the-top perfect this was to introduce a new character um, who isn't really all that new. Most of us knew about him, uh, and we've seen the promos before. This just added so much to it. Um, And uh, I hope Vince doesn't ruin Scarlet by just making her the smoking hot hottie that she is uh, because there is something to be said for her uh, look of management here. I hope she doesn't just become a valet. She can also wrestle. Um, probably not the best wrestler in the world, but uh, very, very good. We do get um, a Adam Cole um, first uh, first North American Championship kind of plug uh I don't know. I mean, it's fine, I guess. Um, we get another Charlotte versus EO promo. EO promo. Um, promo, 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 promo. Really good time to talk about. Did you know we have a contest going on right now? Uh, you can win two t-shirts, one from ProWrestlingTees.com, one from our sh- our site, uh, which is shop.spreadsheet.com backslash raw and order WBU. Go check them out. Check out our tees. Check out their tees. Maybe buy one and then just get get your favorite one when you win. Uh, maybe get your favorite one and pick the second favorite when you don't. Support your local. Uh, support your local wrestlers. For, support your indie wrestlers. Support people who are out of work right now with pro wrestling tees. We really want to encourage you to do that. If you pick a Cody shirt, that's fine, or Young Buck shirt, that's fine. But um, you can personally support somebody. Um, local with with the right shirts so um then we get uh so we have charlotte neo uh eo promo see how i fit promos in with all the other promos yeah it's going non-stop too many promos we know what matches are happening tonight anyway uh riddle and thatcher accept the the uh accept the match for next week um yeah we're good um then we go um, to back into Charlotte. Charlotte and EO actually have their match. Um, we get a top rope Frankensteiner from EO. We get Charlotte missing a moonsault. We get a 619 from EO. Um, we get double corner knees. I mean, this is just action after action after action. Great match. At the very beginning, EO does nothing but dodge, 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 and it was great. It was like watching a, a piece of art, watching somebody super fast, just out, out wit. Um, 
the daughter of the 16-time world champion. Woo! I had to add, add the extra O's so I wasn't violating the the copyright laws. Anyway, um, we uh, we have Shirai hit a moonsault. Um, Charlotte gets her knees up. Charlotte hits the big boot. Um, we are really, really close to having just a, 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 a potential knockoff here. And Charlotte goes outside and gets a kendo stick. This feud will continue. So she kind of hits uh, EO a few times with that. Um, uh, EO does win, theoretically. EO has a win over Charlotte. Charlotte's 1-1 one one in NXT. Charlotte's still the champion. And here we go. When I said Charlotte rips out of the arena, Rhea shows up. Chases her down. Uh, Charlotte jumps out of the ring, gets out of there as quickly as possible. Um, I think that we should continue the Shirai um, feud because I feel like Shirai, Shirai had a little feud with, with Rhea as they're leaving because she was like, hey, listen, you're not going to take my spotlight. That was my title shot. Um, I don't know if that's what she actually said because it was in Japanese. But um, And then we actually even have a, a little promo or a little backstage feud back there uh, where they end up fighting. Um, just gold stuff. I mean, now we have a three-person title picture. Um, it's viable for Rhea to say, hey, listen, I want a rematch. Um, I took her to their limit. It's viable for Shirai to say, she got disqualified, so that's the only reason I couldn't take the title. Uh, just to, as a whole, this is a, a viable division right now, um, which it has been for a long time. This is by far the strongest women's division. Um, the only one that's close is Impact um, and has been for a while uh, this way. So um, best of luck to AEW to catch up with this one, but uh, this women's division is solid, and it's been even more solid with Charlotte. Um, Charlotte just... Uh, so I mentioned this when we were talking about on, on FBI the other night when we were talking about moving women around uh, in pro wrestling um, Shayna Baszler's great but Shayna Baszler kicks too much ass Charlotte breaks rules and there's something to be said for the, the dislikability or the storyline telling that comes with breaking rules so I'm really kind of very, very excited to hear about this. Um, from there, we go to the second uh, cruiserweight cruiserweight battle of the night. Uh, we get Kushida versus Atlas. Um, Tom Phillips says uh, so that uh, Kushida hits is very, very known for being able to hit submissions from out of nowhere. I mean, we say that a lot, but... This time it's real. Like, he had submissions from out of nowhere. This is probably my favorite Tom Phillips line of all time. Um, just really, really entertaining to hear him say. Um, we have a, a hip toss into a cartwheel, into a uh, uh, basement dropkick. Um, just kind of a, a cool little set that happens by Kushida. I mean, Kushida is very, very innovative. Very different. Not your traditional wrestler. Um, kind of like our shirts are not too traditional at uh, shop.spreadshirt.com backslash raw and order WBU. They're, they're, it's just not overly traditional there. 
Um, these shirts are a little bit different. So is Kushida style. This is how the promos felt the whole night. I apologize for that. Um, but by all means, if you want to go look, shop.spreadshirt.com backslash raw and order WBU. Um, Atlas uh, goes for a springboard um, caught in mid arm bar or mid air with an arm bar, which obviously was Tom Phillips uh, kind of giving us some foreshadowing to that. Um, we uh, just a really, really cool little thing. The, the, there is no doubt in my mind this needs to be Kushida and Tozawa. If they choose to include Phantasma and Drake Maverick, I'm absolutely okay with that. Um, if they choose to make it what I think it should be, which is Kushida, Tozawa, and Drake Maverick, which gives Drake Maverick a way to get the win um, based on you know Tozawa getting a major hit, or Kushida having Tozawa in a submission and Drake Maverick sneaks in a pin, um, whatever it may be, um, this is a really, really good opportunity. I think a triple threat is the way to go there uh, with uh, Kushida and, and Maverick both being two and one. Um, hopefully they don't use a tiebreaker where it's just Maverick versus Tozawa. I really think you want a triple threat here so that you can have a reason for Maverick to win. Um, Maverick running roughshod without a job um, would be really, really cool. Um, hopefully they'd keep him long term, but uh, if I'm if I'm ignoring the real life parts of it and just living in the kayfabe parts, I'd love to see uh, Maverick get the win based on the kayfabe kayfabe story being told. Um, I don't know if if he's gonna keep his job. I don't really. I, there, there's no special insider information here, so take solace in knowing that this is not. Uh, something that I know for a fact I just feel like that's the best route to go here and I felt that way from the start I really did feel like Tozawa was a hands down winner out of the other division um, I thought Kushida would be a hands down winner uh, in uh, until Drake Maverick was just so impactful uh, Drake's first loss I thought oh okay well this is interesting but I think that was to set up for him to upset Kushida. Um, you could theoretically have a four-way and three come out of one with all having losses to each other. Um, but I feel like I feel like Atlas is probably going to lose next week to Tony Nese so that Tony Nese doesn't get buried out of this. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on, we have a Make-A-Wish uh, Foundation um, Make-A-Wish Foundation promo. I know that, that WWE really likes to talk about, uh, you know, how charitable, look how charitable we are. We take care of, they do grant more wishes than anybody else. Um, and so I, I can't scoff at that, man. Um. It's a really good promotion. Um, I, right now, I like the other one better because of COVID-19 and, um, and everything going on. But for the wrestlers, uh, thank you. Thank you for doing that for those kids because it, the, the, the power of a positive spirit, the power of, of something positive 
is just really all too awesome. Kind of like if you guys were to... No, I'm not going to do it right here. Um, it was really cool. Um, ba- uh, next up, we get Balor to come out. Um, the, here's my frustration with this. I talked about it last week. I'm going to talk about it again. Um, they didn't imply that Balor was attacked and taken to the hospital that first week. They implied nobody knew where Balor was. So was he kidnapped or was he beat up? Because if he was beat up and laying on the floor, um, then he'd have been there laying on the floor and somebody would have, would have taken him. But instead, it was just boots there. And so he wasn't, like, abducted. Um, he was, and, and, and his promo even plays as though he was attacked. Uh, this needed to be thought out better in this storyline. That said, Balor... Balor plays a just bullet club, um, bullet club level, uh, just, just promo, um, from back in his day. This is great. The Prince is definitely here running these promos. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we, we get the attack the guy, get the push promo in this. Um, he says there's a snake in the grass. Uh, the best way to deal with a snake is to cut its head off. Um, just really, really good stuff here. Um, then we move on to uh, a match with Cam and Grimes. This is what I was talking about earlier, so you're going to see how this bonds up with Balor here in a minute. Um, we have Cameron Grimes versus Denzel Dejanet, who actually took a, a pretty nasty loss uh, last week or the week before that. Um Cameron Grimes immediately, and I mean immediately, goes for the cave-in. Dejanat uh, dodges it because he's got wrestling, uh, amateur wrestling background. Uh, hits a couple moves. Cameron Grimes suddenly hits the cave-in, and boom. One, two, three. Cameron Grimes gets the win. Um, I, something about Cameron Grimes grows on me. Uh, do I consider him a North American title contender? No. Do I consider him just an annoying pipsqueak that is just really good at annoying pipsqueak? Hell yeah, I do. This guy needs to be on television more often. That was really, really good. So anyway, um, from there he goes on to call out Finn Balor. Um and you can see him calling out Finn Balor, and then you see Balor walking down the ramp. Um, he's still talking smack, still talking smack. He says, I wish, you're right, you know, you, you the guy who uh, attacks the guy gets the push, and I wish I'd have thought of it first. He's smarter than me, but uh, I'm going to get that push. And he, if he was out here right now, I'd slap the taste out of his mouth. And so Balor... At that point, says, I thought you were going to slap the taste out of my mouth. That was my really bad Irish accent. I apologize for that. Anyway, um, this is where where he gets the... He does end up attacking. He hits a double stomp. Um, not the coup de grace, just a double stomp on... Um, on uh, Cameron Grimes. He, he hits him also with a uh, sling... With a, not slingshot. Um, oh, crap. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. 
Anyway, um, Sling Blade. Sling Blade? I think it's Sling Blade. Anyway, um, this is where he cuts the, the Snake in the Grass promo. And that the best way to do it is to um, kind of chop its head off. Then we get a match for next week. Balor versus Grimes. The only problem I have with where Finn Balor is right now is I really wanted Finn Balor versus Volter. And by Finn Balor being attacked, so he, he went after, he was going to go after Velveteen Dream. So we've set up that Finn Balor Velveteen Dream. We've set up Finn Balor versus Volter, and we didn't get either of them yet. And I'm okay with the not getting the Velveteen Dream because it seems like that's that was just uh, that was to cut for the attack. But the lack of anything Imperium here, um, if this is if this isn't designed to set up Imperium in more depth and more play with Balor, um, it's the worst decision that they've made. I mean. You, you can't be setting up Imperium versus Balor and Matt Riddle and several others for war games. It's too early for that. Um, they do seem like they're setting up uh, for Imperium versus uh, Undisputed Era at war games by having little tiny cuts. Nothing big, just small cuts here and there. Um, but uh, I don't know... <laughs> Nothing. The the matches we want from Balor aren't coming to fruition. And if there's another attack on Balor next week, or a foe kidnapping that is later played off like an attack, whatever it is, if that happens again next week before this Cameron Grimes match, uh, pissed off fat kid is what you're gonna have. Because I really, I, not everything Finn Balor does needs to be a squash. Um, he cuts great promos really does um we can have a good match from Finn Balor Finn Balor could pull a good match out of maybe not a maybe not a, a broomstick or a mop but he could pull one out of a out of a uh, blow up doll so he's almost as good as Kenny Omega um who's on that who works for the piss ant t-shirt company um anyway just a little side tangent, just like this is a side tangent. Hey, make sure you retweet this with the hashtag raw and order WBU. You can win two t-shirts right after, uh, AEW's pay-per-view later this month. Uh, again, retweet this one. Don't retweet AEW snap judgment because you're going to have to watch AEW anyways to see, uh, if you want, well, not AEW, but you're going to have to listen to the episode, uh, on the recap of AEW uh, at the pay-per-view to know if you want. So just retweet this one, and, and that avoids Marks having to hear anything or, or get a big head. So retweet this one, hashtag Raw and Order WBU. Make sure you hit at your favorite wrestler, at Nyla Rose, at Cody, at um, MJF. That would be really great because, you know, he would probably bitch about having those tweets come into him nonstop. And he'd bitch about our podcast, which would be fantastic. Preferably, he'll do it on an episode of AEW. Or retweet at Cameron Grimes, at Finn Balor. Anybody you want, just retweet this. 
and put hashtag raw and order WBU. That's all you got to do. You win two t-shirts. It's fantastic. One from Pro Wrestling Tees, one from us. Um, that's fantastic. We'll hit that again in a little bit. Anyway, we move on to uh, Dream versus uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, Mr. Bebe. Anyway, Dream comes out first. I do want to say one quick thing about Velveteen Dream. Um, this is the era of COVID with social distancing. I don't know where you got cornrows, pal, but I can't get a haircut. And I'm in a state that isn't closed and never did close. And I still haven't been able to get a haircut. And you managed to get somebody who would put your hair in tiny braids through your entire skull. And I can't get a haircut. I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little upset that you are violating the COVID-19 safety rules. Um, you need to not do that. Moving forward. Um, we... Uh, Oh, my Lord. I, I did not write nearly as much about this match as there was in there. I'm looking at my notes, and I'm just like, ow. I'm at the end already. Um, this was a really, really good match. Um, we do get a... a uh, uh, we come to a point where there's a, a last shot attempt by Adam Cole. It's actually pretty, er pretty, pretty early in the match. Uh, it's countered into quite possibly one of the most epic like remember how the rock used to do spine busters or arnie anderson that's how good this one was just such a great great spine buster um it was it was man if you want to keep setting it up with that that's fantastic um we uh uh I'm sorry. I, I used one of my son's I used one of my son's colored pencils to write my notes. So I'm having serious trouble reading my own notes. I apologize. Um, there's another point where uh, Dream reverses an STO into uh, the Dream DT. Uh, really, really fantastic. Then out comes uh, Undisputed Era because that's what Undisputed Era do does. Remember, we saw earlier in the night, Adam Cole doesn't have to win this match. He has to not lose this match to keep his title. So Undisputed Era comes out. And with all the nerves that I had that I wasn't going to get to see Dexter Loomis today, I got to see Dexter Loomis. So many things came running out of my head. Dexter Loomis is obviously uh, Velveteen Dream's pal, which is cool. Maybe paid mercenary. I don't know. Anyway, he comes slithering out from under the ring. Uh, really cool way to stop him. Uh, Fish and Strong both stop dead in their tracks. Like, okay, that's creepy. Um, and the first thing that pops into my head is how badly I want to see a Karrion Cross versus Dexter Loomis match. I know it's six months out, maybe longer than that. Um, technically, Dexter Loomis is a face right now. He's a he's a good guy. He's a creepy good guy, but he's a good guy. And Karrion Cross is a heel. But I don't think he, uh, that really does come down to lose lose. 
It would be so much fun if they could if they could put together a 12 to 15 minute match though. So much fun. And it doesn't even have to have a winner. I'm okay with the the draw. In fact, you want to do your first time limit draw in ages WWE? That's the one to do it with, because I want to see that match. Anyway, uh, Dexter Loomis comes out from under the ring, um, you know, with a two-on-one attack, holds his own pretty well. Um, there is a ref bump. Um, we get some interference. Uh, oh, what's this? Interference, Cole retains and wins. Like, somehow that's, I don't know, odd. Anyway, uh, Cole does hit a last shot. Cole Bebe, Adam Cole Bebe, hits a last shot on Dream. Um, does retain and gets the win. Um, goes off the air with, with Cole as the win. As a whole, very good episode. I, I will tell you the one thing that drove me a little bit crazy was the excessive promo. That's why I did excessive promo on this show. Um, it, it, it was... I don't understand promoing the existing show. Like, you do it a couple times, but four or five times for the existing show is just rough. Like, really, really rough to see over and over. Because you're like, saw it. Uh, Yeah, I saw it earlier. Yep, 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 that's the match I'm waiting for. Yep, yep, saw that's coming. That's great. I do expect on the next carrying cross match or next two or three, we'll see uh, Champa return, which would be kind of cool. Um, but as always with Snap Judgments, we're going to give you the convictions. Ten convictions, great show. Zero convictions, full acquittal of any awesomeness at all. That's not the goal. We want convictions. So I'm going to go through, give each match a uh, conviction rating. Um, I will not give promos a conviction rating because promos suck, especially when there's too many of them, uh, except for this promo. This promo is great. By the way, retweet this. Tweet this link. Tweet a link to this podcast right now, the one you're listening to, or any other Raw and Order podcast. With the hashtag Raw and Order WBU, you entered in a chance to win two not one, but two t-shirts. One from Pro Wrestling Tees of your favorite wrestler. And then the other one from shop.spreadshirt.com uh, backslash raw and order WBU. Um, that promo did not suck, except for the fact that I stumbled over my words. So um, we get, uh, I'm going to give Gargano and Dijakovic a ring. Uh, so here's the deal. I expected this match to be a three. And I expected it to be a three because I thought it was a lose-lose situation. Um, NXT did a good job of proving me wrong. I'm going to give it... Because Gargano did not look like a championship caliber because he had to cheat to win, which is what most heels do, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten as a match. Um, it, there, there just wasn't much of Gargano here um, except for... Heal bad guy, cheat win. And that's okay, I guess. But um, there's a lot more to Gargano than that. Um, and I know that they're that he's going heal bad guy. So he has to kind of cheat, especially being a smaller guy. So that's fine, I guess. Um, as I said, I love the gotcha for gotcha setup. Because uh, 
uh, when Gargano does his over the rope DDT, um, says gotcha, which was really cool too. Um, Tazawa Gallagher. Um, this was a match that was exactly what I expected it to be. If a seven is a good match, this is a seven, um, seven convictions match. Um, because it, it did what she expected. If this is a C in school, uh, it did everything I expected. Um, Gallagher needs to go back to being Gentleman Jack. Um, Smarks will disagree with me on that. I don't care because Smarks is wrong. So, um, next one, the Real Heroes Project. Um, again, great promo. We had several promos that were really great. By the way, did I mention I love Imperium? I think I've done that last week. I just wanted to make sure this week that I didn't forget that. I love Imperium. Um... Zaya versus Chelsea Green for what the match was. Um, I think it underperformed. I think you could have had a really great match that elevated Chelsea Green's actual talent. Um, with a Zaya loss, still, I just think they needed to give it maybe two less promos and a little more time uh, before Leah interfered. Uh, that I, I think I think you could have even done the same finish. I just think you needed to allow Chelsea Green to feature herself a little bit more. Um, the I'm prettier was really good, but eh. apparently I'm going to do that every show for the next year. Um, yawn that is, um, Chelsea green needed more featuring Zaya, uh, needed to hit more big strikes. In fact, one big strike that, that would have been like, a, a knockout blow on Chelsea green and then the distraction would have been would have been about perfect. Um, I just think it needed more time. I'm still gonna give it a six. Um, six convictions match. Uh, Carrying Cross and Scarlet. The intro gets a ten out of ten. Um, convictions. It is convicted of excellence. Pure, unadulterated, perfect excellence. The um, Doomsday uh, device. Doomsday suplex. Um, as a move gets a 10 out of 10, the cross jacket is just a rear naked choke with a leg over an arm. Uh, it's probably going to get more like a seven out of 10. The match itself gets a two out of 10 convictions. It's an awesome match, but there's not much to it when it's a squash. And so uh, the match itself gets a two out of 10. Everything else though, that if you, if you take the whole segment and the, the, the segment is as a, an entirety is an eight and a half out of ten. Um, I just cannot give squash matches any higher than a two or three. Um, it doesn't allow us to see much of Carry and Cross, so we need more. Um, Riddle and Thatcher accepting Imperium's promo. We knew it was coming when Imperium challenged, so that's not okay. Woo, good job. Um, Charlotte Neo. This match is a barn burner. This match is it blows the roof off the place. Um, the finish actually made the match better, and I know that I know that that sounds superficial, uh, but it is um, because it, it it creates a suspense as to what's gonna. Am I gonna get Rhea versus Io? Okay. Am I gonna get Charlotte versus Rhea part two? Okay, am I gonna get Eo versus uh, Charlotte again? Okay, all of those are fantastic. Oh, 
Or could I get a triple threat with a high flyer, the up-and-comer bruiser, and the queen who is a technical uh, superhero in, in the ring? Um, all three of those in the ring would be fantastic. Any of those scenarios is great. And I don't know what's happening next. I don't have a stupid promo for next week. I don't have a promo that's running all the time. This could be built over a month, month and a half to a really, really great NXT uh, uh, takeover match. Um, please have each of them win against each other. Have cheating all over the place. Have everything that you think you have right here and do it longer. This match is a nine and a half out of 10. This is a super card match. Uh, fantastic. Even with the cheaters finish. Um, that's okay early on. It really isn't in Charlotte's career. That's absolutely fine. So I'm okay with that. Um, especially considering it doesn't bury anybody like Mia Yim's loss last week did. So, um, next one, of course, the Rhea return. Um, I am, I am featuring that a little bit as to the reason why I gave this a, a nine and a half out of 10. So I guess theoretically that's promos counting, but it's really action counting segment counting. Um, Kushida versus Atlas. Uh, I, I'm just happy to see Atlas not um, being the feature athlete here. Uh, Kushida is 100% the best wrestler in the cruiserweight division. The most entertaining wrestler in ring in the cruiserweight division. And I actually kind of like his gimmick, even though it's a little bit cheesy, hokey, corny, whatever you want to use as the word. Um, so, I mean... Granted, it wasn't a long match. It wasn't it wasn't a, a barn burner like the last one was. It's a tough Charlotte and uh, EO is a tough thing to follow. Um, Charlotte and EO with Ripley showing up afterwards after Charlotte cheats to win is an even tougher thing to follow. Um, I'm gonna give it eight eight convictions, uh, eight probably eight and a half. It was a really uh, Maybe my bias is showing because I really like Kushida, but that yeah, really good match. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus uh, Denzel Dijonet. Um Again, squash matches can't be more than two stars, um, so or two two convictions. Um, I'll give it I'll give it three because it, it's a go for a big finisher, go for a big finisher, and that's all Cameron Grimes did. So. Um, and I, again, I think the following segment becomes promo, so I'm not going to write, rate Ballard and Grimes into this because there isn't actually any action between the two until Ballard's just kicking his butt. There's a physical promo before that. And so I think I have to cut that off, uh, and not make that part of that too. Um, I don't like squash matches. I'd rather see like what Kenny Omega did when it took him six minutes to beat a jobber. That's Okay. It really is, because it elevates the jobber. Um, and then last but not least, we get the match between uh, Dream Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole. Baby! This match was very good. It's still building up Dexter Loomis. This is a story that's being told that you can't see where it's going. And I love that. Love that. I do think that because of Velveteen Dream's existing potential legal issues, 
um, that that they're going to put an end to that temporarily for Adam Cole, Bebe, and Velveteen Dream. But that doesn't mean that somebody else won't be in that match. Um, this could be the opportunity that they take to have Keith Lee move into that role. This could be the opportunity they take to have... Um, maybe that's... Maybe... Uh, und- Maybe Undisputed Era is moving into that role um, uh, with uh, Finn Balor. Sorry, they are Undisputed Era. (laughs) Whatever it is, something's happening here. And I love the suspense of the storyline because I don't know where it's going. Um, I think Dexter Loomis gives them that. Uh, As I mentioned, I want to see Dexter Loomis fight against Karrion Kross. Um, Just this, this, this match is what you expect from a championship match on NXT. Um, It's the main event. It's a great match. It's a match that probably could have been predicted as a whole. A little hard to predict uh, Damian or uh, uh, Dexter Loomis coming out from under the ring, but he's kind of an unpredictable fella. So, as a whole, just a really, really decent match. Uh, I'll give this an 8. Yeah, I'll give it a 7.5 to 8. Anyway, uh, really, really good match. Um, As a whole, the whole show, uh, without the EO and Charlotte match, is a 7. With the EO and Charlotte match, is is an 8.2. of course, you take the two squash matches out, and this this is probably a nine. Uh, just a really, really good show. But the squash matches break everything up, and you're just like, ugh. If you cut down on the promos and give everybody their just desserts, I think you really this could have been a ten. This could have been a ten conviction show. Um, but so many promos. Of course, this podcast could have been a forty five minute podcast if I wasn't doing promos like. Hey, like, share, subscribe. Take this podcast, this very one you're listening to right now, and rebroadcast it by sharing it on Twitter. When you do that, put the hashtag raw and order WBU. You're automatically entered. No limitations on how many times you can enter uh, in a chance to win the raw and order WBU t-shirt, as well as a pro wrestling tees t-shirt of your favorite wrestler of choice, that is on Pro Wrestling Tees. So, um, go check it out. Check out both sites. Uh, preferably check out our site because Pro Wrestling Tees doesn't pay us for these. Um, hashtag still not sponsored. Uh, but most importantly, that's your opportunity to support your local, your favorite indie wrestler, your favorite not getting paid because of COVID-19 wrestler. Choose that person. Choose their shirt. Help them out. Um, and you know what? Let them know you're helping them out by hitting at and tagging them in the post. The really cool part, if you do that, you'll get a second entrance to win another t-shirt. So, um, or to win one of those two t-shirts to win those two t-shirts. So one post can actually enter you two times and there's no limit how many times you can win. If you want to just sit there all day and, and repost every one of our episodes with raw and order WBU and, and your favorite wrestler, I bet you get some attention. Just saying, pretty cool, huh? Um, 
So that is Snap Judgment uh, for Wednesday, May 7th, May 6th, sorry, I'm still off on that, uh, Wednesday, May 6th, 2019, uh, please remember to like, share, and subscribe, um, listen to the other Raw and Order WBU podcast, Raw and Order WBU, that comes out Mondays, this should come out on Thursday, but it is Thursday when I'm recording it, so it may come out Friday, um, I, 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 my schedule's a, a little hectic right now, so I apologize if these are coming out late. That's why there's a second chance drawing, though. That's why we're ponying up the dough. That's why we're eating our fault. We're going to eat it for you. I think that's actually a new t-shirt coming up. Anyway, um, that's why we're here is to entertain you. Um, like, share, subscribe. Um, add me on, on, on Twitter, uh, at DA Vincent K Fabe. You can add Smarks at raw and order WBU. That's officer Mark Smarks. Um, and then you can add our Canadian, uh, our wrestling Canadian mounted policeman. I'm going with it still. Um, we've never said it on the air before, but I'm going with it before it's on the air. Uh, you can add him, uh, Justin LeBlanc. Uh, it is at JLB420 um, or at Real Talk Radio 8 because um, he also does his own shows and, and I don't have time for my own, own other shows other than Raw and Order. So check us out. Um, check, Listen to other podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, tweet, all of it. Um, hit up Smarks. Check our Wix page. We have a Wix page as well. Uh, there's... I'm not nearly as good at the promo stuff except for saying, hey, enter for a chance to win the t-shirts. They're free of charge. And just so you know, we're an up-and-coming podcast. That's coming out of my pocket personally. So if you like Smarks more, you should still do it again because it's coming out of my pocket, not his. That's the really cool part. But Smarks is an awesome producer. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe and thank your producers as well as like, share, and subscribe to this podcast because we love entertaining you week after week. Um, thank you to all the new listeners who are helping us blow up. Thank you to all the the same, the previous listeners who are um, listening day in and day out, showing us your love. And we want to say thank you by helping you win one of those t-shirts. Uh, this one we really, really hope is super duper successful. The more successful these, these contests are, the more likely it is we're going to do more contests. The reason the last one got extended and Kevin still got to win is because myself and Smarks all had a really rough week in terms of trying to get the podcast done on time. And so we wanted to give you time to listen and share and make this something new. So like, share, subscribe. And make sure you enter the contest. Hashtag Raw and Order WBU. Make sure you hit at your favorite pro wrestler when you do that. Because what a great opportunity to tell them, hey, you're the one I'm going to get a t-shirt for. I want you to know that I'm supporting you. Um, and you get two entries by doing that. Thanks. And we will talk to you on the SmackDown review coming up or AEW if you haven't listened to that one yet. Uh, and then we'll see you. Uh, I personally will see you Sunday. Um, you'll hear me Monday or Tuesday uh, for Raw and Order WVU um, slash the review of uh, Money in the Bank. Thanks. Have a great one. 
Bye.